Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. This episode of Sunday Sessions with Rich is brought to you by Jose Cuervo Especial. Around since 1795, that's older than the fucking Constitution of the United States, people. You have no idea. Made with blue agave, do we know what that is? No. Is it going to fuck me up? You betcha. Listen, 10 generations of a family-owned company, that's hard to find nowadays. Hell, you know your Aunt Lucina has been divorced twice and is going to get married at least three more times. So make your next family party a great time. Enjoy responsibly. Jose Cuervo, Blue Agave, Tequila Especial. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game? My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Sessions with Rich Podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. I'm super grateful that you are here. Episodes are dropped every Sunday. You can find me on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Well, I said YouTube, right? I did say YouTube. <laughs> okay. Come on, baby, doing well. You're right, you're right. Okay. <laughs> on today, that's why I knew this was gonna be a fucking shit show. On today. <laughs> uh... okay, on today's episode, <laughs> my baby joins me for the show. Uh as you can see, it's like I can't take this episode serious. But welcome to one episode 143. <laughs> my baby joins me for the show. Chelsea, welcome to the fucking show. Boop, boop, boop. Hi guys. <laughs> I will give you a much more uh better divine uh introduction, but you know how we are. Hello, my love. Hello. How's it going? Life is life in right now. But for those who don't know about you, let us know who you are and what you got going on. Um, so my name is Chelsea. I'm also known as Luna Healings. Um, my business is in tarot reading, in psychotherapy and holistic healing for your reproductive health as a woman and yeah that is me gotta make sure you get <laughs> gotta make sure you get the reproduction going for the women out there <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> no on a serious question i want to ask you oh fuck i knew this gonna be a terrible idea because I know how I ask you, because I, I can't help but laugh. Um, on a serious <laughs> note, I guess I ain't got to be serious. But I know, because as a, as a woman, I know it's um, 
I'm curious on your take on balancing like when is it acceptable to like exert your masculine energy versus feminine or like what's your take on that? Um, well, the cats are going wild at the moment, so you're going to hear that. Oh, back. God, we got, we got two cats. Yeah. Um, they're scrapping at the moment, so that's going well. Gotta love sibling rivalry. Um, but yeah, good question, babe. I think, I think everyone's different, and I think in terms of our feminine and masculine energies, I think it's very much like we all have them within us. Um, it's all components and parts of our own divine energy and I think a lot of us tend to struggle to balance them um, which is I think in a sense quite normalized within our society and the way that we've grown up and the way that the world is set at the moment um and feminine and masculine energies, like you know, I don't think are um, situated with gender. I think it's much more about the energy of what they embody. Yeah. Um, like the masculine being very assertive, um, very like the decision-oriented person, um, the one that sets the structure, the one that sets the sets the tone, I guess. What would you say in terms of that? Um, I feel like both energies need to exist in certain capacities. So like if you need to, like action needs to be happening or a situation, um, you need to lean more into your masculine side. And in situations where you need to get like give compassion for yourself or others, there's that uh the feminine was the the divine feminine yeah the divine mm. feminine aspect of it. So it's a role like it's it's it's. So I'm still learning this like it's moments where you need to like be like that father not not that father like the masculine role, and it's mm -hmm. where you need to have that compassion. So I'm still learning the the balance if you will actually i think i like what you said there about father i know you kind of cut yourself off but i know you did don't you think it's like interesting how it's kind of like mothering and fathering ourselves in mm -hmm. a sense yeah, you got it yeah. um and i think that's a really good way of actually thinking about it like for people that don't know about divine masculine divine feminine roles I think that's a really good take, um, like to think about it in the sense of it's basically fathering yourself and mothering yourself, where it's like the divine feminine takes on a more expressive role. Um, she takes on a more soft, um, earthly role, but but in the sense of like earthly in terms of the delicateness, the softness of it, yeah. um, but also the fierceness of it, because it's not just about being soft. Um, I think it's more so about being in flow. And I like to kind of think of the divine masculine as like... Flow and firm? Yeah, like flow in terms of, you know how the earth is, like 
the natural state of the earth where it's like everything is in flow everything is in in harmony with itself yeah and there's nothing that the earth really has to do she just needs to exist right um i think that's like the best way to describe um the divine feminine and then i have the thought of like the divine masculine where it's like he takes on this more uh secure role but like you said like they both have to exist they both have to correlate with each other and be um working with each other because if you don't have a harmony of one then the other may be completely out of balance or out of whack so it's almost like i think i made um a tweet the other day about how in order for you to kind of um have what was it security within yourself or security within the world that we're in which ultimately will come from the energy of the divine masculine you also have to be able to trust in yourself and that trust in yourself comes from the divine feminine so it's like you have to have one or have to have a harmony within one in order to find the harmony within the other like it all works basically very the same um or yeah just in harmony with each other your daughter is currently scratching shit so where's she scratching shit or she's scratching the, the wall yeah the wall fucking hell to my cat uh cat owners how do you stop a cat from scratching furniture and wall when they are bored yeah she just has a mind of her own cats Um, are assholes cats are absolute assholes i think she just does whatever she wants to be honest all my cat owners who are listening to this you know cats are dicks yeah that's what she does babe she does whatever she wants well see i'm trying to talk here it's my podcast oh i'm sorry my podcast have some have some decency come on I'm joking, babe. I'm joking. <laughs> Imagine that was the case. What did I do to that? Like, it's, it's my fucking podcast. No, but yeah, I don't know. I just think, yeah, she just will scratch anything. She'll scratch the walls, the sofa, the scratch Cats and towels are the same. Well, they're both assholes and they do what they want and they stare at you when they do it true story yeah but i think toddlers are very much like uh, they uh, have an innocence whereas innocence nah yeah whereas the cats are just like they just don't give a shit at all cats have the innocence when they look at you if if anybody's seen shrek and puss in boots when puss in boots do the little cat eye thing after they about to do some fuck shit it's the same thing well yeah exactly I love my I love my cats, but they are dickwads. I want to talk to you. So, okay, guys. So, ta-da! I'm moving to England to be with my girlfriend. I was waiting for the episode to drop. I'm talking my birthday now. This one. Yeah, this whole this whole thing has been a 
No, because I want to talk about like the surrender and then like the, the whole because I've I've been it's been so as you create and you I don't know, I'm just in a space of I just feel like shit was already pre-planned. Mm -hmm. uh, things are pre-planned, but it's up to your free will whether you go with the script or not. Um then also every decision is the right decision, even a wrong decision. But then mm -hmm. what's the wrong decision? I don't fucking know. My whole view on reality is is totally out of loop right now. If that makes sense. Yeah, but it's really divinely aligned with the way that everything has happened. So, yeah, I think, I don't know, obviously we've had so many conversations about it, but yeah. I just think before we come to the earth, we definitely write out these soul contracts. And in terms of me and you, I think that's been very, very yeah. apparent, even yeah. from the beginning. It's always been that, that uh familiar, familiar familiarity. But I also like yeah. that annoying aspect too. Yeah, definitely. Like when you know, you know. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it may have been multiple loopholes to get there, but also it's, I think, I don't know, just our like remembrance of what it is that we need to do in this life and yeah. who we are when we're with each other and how we feel when we with when we're with each other. It's like it's like handle business. Not like handle business like in a in a professional sense, but like you came here to experience whatever you two is trying to experience. Yeah. Kind definitely. Of. Yeah. It's interesting. Then it's uh, no. I really don't know. Can you hear your cat in the background? Oh, I'm tired. I'm swapping in my cats for a fucking plant. She's really scratching. Guys, if you ever want to swap a cat for a plant, do it. But no, I'm joking. I love my cats. No, she's really annoying. Wait, Lulu? I, yeah, I love her, but she's just really frustrating. See our cat, Lulu. She's an attention whore. And... Yeah, I love her so much, but she just has behavioral issues. She, That's because yeah. we didn't have her since she was a kitten. No, we had her at a, a decent age, like one. No, I'd say about one and a half, maybe. But obviously, I think... I I still think that having she when we got her, huh? She wasn't scratching when we got her. Uh, but she was an asshole when we got her. She yeah, she was an asshole. No, but she... she's come a long way. She's done really well. No, she's a soft asshole. I don't think she had a good life at the start of her life. Trust me, she's having a good life now. Well, yeah, now she is. She looked like it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She definitely look like it. Oh, I love my baby girl. Let me stop talking about my cat. Shout out to all the cats, man. You Shout out to the cats. Big pork sausages. Oh my gosh. Is that animal abuse? 
Calling the cat a pork sausage. Are you call a loaf of bread? Does she do look like a loaf of bread? Oh my god. Yeah, she does. She used to be really skinny. Like I'm not trying to like shame, but like been eating. She just eats good. She eats, I think it's more than good. More than good. She eating royalty. Fuck, I know. Can't even do this shit. <laughs> oh my days. What is oh, going on? It's hilarious. What is going on? So talk to us, uh, Chelsea. What's going on in, in your in your life? How's reality treating you? How are you fine? Because I know you've been this uh in a space where you've been um super into I'm not I mean you've always been to like focusing on yourself but I feel like there's more emphasis on caring about how you feel um and very more intentional with what feels right mm -hmm. talk to us about that yeah I think um because I've obviously been in my business since gosh since we got together so that was like what nearly five yeah nearly five years ago so oh. i've been doing my business obviously since then um and yeah crazy how we both basically set up each other's businesses yeah gosh she was a um inspiration behind the structure of what's the podcast gonna be called what is yeah so shit like that yeah and you were the inspiration behind my tarot business um yeah um wait can we <laughs> what can we tell them my tarot name when i was a fake tarotist for a little minute and when you were uh um i wasn't my well, i wasn't we'll pull you up i was tarot yeah. don't know what the fuck i was thinking with that damn i was in my ego yeah, that's why her name to Tarot Daddy and everything. I was in full Scorpio ego. That wasn't even Scorpio ego, that was just ego. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. My Twitter name used to be Spiritual Poppy. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were wild, to be honest. Remember the but, cinnamon yeah. buns? Huh? The cinnamon buns. Yeah, that's why I'm like well, luckily, I didn't know you back then, but even back then, yeah. no, that wouldn't have worked. <laughs> no, not at all. But carry on, I, I cut you off, my love. It's all good, babe. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, I've been in business obviously for nearly five years, and I think, um, more so since moving into this place that I've been in for about what. What? two and a half years now yeah 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 something like that so ever since then I think I've really been more focused on like self-care making sure that my nervous system feels more harmonized and making sure that I feel more rested and making sure that I'm like communicating with my body and listening to my body and I think um, at the beginning of my business, I was very much go, 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 like very much like, you know, like this is what I've got to do. This is how I've got to set things up. My routine was so like, even you remember, like the amount of readings that I used to take on every single day and, 
the amount of things that I was doing, um, you know, like what the YouTube readings, the uh, like monthly membership thing. Yeah, felt like that. Yeah, like so many different things. So I think, yeah, now that I'm just in a different space where I'm more able to cater to myself, I think that's kind of like, I don't know, been not really pushed to the back, but I think I've become more of a priority in my own life now. Yes. Um, because I also think, you know, my main goal and my main purpose in my business was to help people, of course. But there does come a point in your journey where you're like, okay, I can pour into everyone else and that's completely okay. Yeah. You know, I feel good with seeing other people, you know, succeed and heal and love and all of these different things. But then if you feel like there's something missing or or not even missing but if you feel like there's an imbalance in your life mm-hmm. I think you do need to like take a step back and be like okay well what's you know what's happening within me here and I think a lot of it was like emotional inner turmoil mm-hmm. um but I also think a lot of it was just like me de- needing to prioritize myself and my well-being and I think for such a long time, I hadn't done that. You know, when you grow up in environments where um, there are a lot of traumas and triggers and things that didn't really make you feel completely safe or able to be your full self. Like, you don't even know what that looks like. Yeah. And I think moving into my place now has kind of given me and allowed me that space to find who I am outside of those triggers and outside of those traumas and I think yeah for the first time I'm like rediscovering like who I am you know like besides all of the traumatic baggage so I think oh sorry hmm? no sorry yeah I just think um now that I'm in that space, the only thing that I can do is really prioritize myself. So it's much less about posting content. It's much less about um, doing readings for people, much less about forcing myself mm-hmm. to overextend. Even though I love doing these things, is it benefiting me? Is it providing me with healing? And yeah. in a sense it is, but in a sense, it isn't because if you're not prioritizing yourself first, then of course you're going to end up being completely burnt out, which I was. And it's yeah, because yeah, I feel that one hundred percent. You you pouring so much into other because uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to have that balance when you're passionate about a project. But it might what you said reminded me. Remember we was uh. Well, we leaving Caribbean Croft. I feel like we had to. We something about the many uh masks that people that like, we wear. Yeah. Cause like you could be interacting with somebody and you a different character. And you're not even like thinking you're a different character. Mm-hmm. And 
it's another situation was you doing the same shit and we was like are you acting but you're not intentionally acting i feel like you just you just morphing not even morphing i just think mm -hmm. you adapt them like you you play many we're we're all unpaid actors and characters in this game of life and we're not actively trying to like that's just the the shit that we portray in that moment yeah that is true I think we do wear many like different masks and many different we've got many different personalities I think yeah. many different versions of ourselves because like we were talking about at that time like you're a different version of yourself in front of your family you're a different version of yourself in front of your friends in front of your lover in front of yourself even yeah and I think um actually I got a question do you think I like questions yeah do you think that we only have like one soul within us or do you think that we have multiple souls within, within us like what's your thought on that that's a great question because I'm like I don't know I'm torn wait so what makes you ask that question was it like a random question or something you've been thinking about yeah just well Actually, I think I saw someone post something about it on Twitter. I can't really remember who or what it was. But something about, like, having multiple, like... I mean... Roles. And I get not, it. It's not a far-fetched idea. If you take consciousness and source, we're fragments of its, our self. So it's not a far-fetched idea. Do you think as well then, because I kind of believe this in a sense, that we actually all are each other's souls? Like we're just manifested differently physically. And that's why for a lot of us, we connect so deeply with each other. I think it was this... um. There's this song, I thought I showed you it before, I'm not sure, about the zodiac signs. You probably do. Um, and this guy was singing about how we are all made up of the different zodiacs and actually oh, yeah. like what was it? What was it? I can't really remember. Wasn't it um uh, we all have all wasn't it all is it twelve zodiac signs? Yeah, all twelve yeah. zodiac signs. Um, it's like when you when you when you when you see a birth chart, you see a good chunk of your zodiac signs in there. Yeah, and it's yeah. like we all have each of them in, but we just have to learn to embrace them. Right, and I think that's a lot to do with like the different people that we meet as well. Like we're all meeting mirrors of ourselves, whether it's things that we don't like, whether it's things that we do like, whether it's things that we need to improve or things that you know need to inspire us or challenge us i think in different people we're all meeting mirrors of ourselves but in different versions you know one thing i'm realizing um mm. the shit that irritated us like for example i was i was trying not to judge but i was heading um out here and mm. Some people was fucking irritating me. 
And I have to ask myself, why is these why are these people irritating me? Because they're all in character right now. And then sometimes I only want to use a spiritual bullshit. I was like, you're irritating me right now, and your energy is a lot. Mm. But what about that person or person's energy is mirroring something that I've could have in some way thought, took in as a programming. Like, I just feel like it's a lot of things. Like, I feel like it's multiple factors that takes into, not takes into, that goes into what we experience in a day-to-day. Like, it'd be something that you pick up that you let in the harbor for, like, three seconds and it manifests. Because, like, I was, uh, it's an experience and I was tripping. And what I was thinking manifested in real time, like, like that, that next second kind of situation. So it makes me mm-hmm. think about the things that we we we're bothered by the people that we're annoyed by. It's it's a we're annoyed by a reason. Like we we all trigger for a reason. Yeah, makes that's sense. why I think it's so important to listen to your body as well, though, because your body is responding to everything, whether it be like something within you emotionally, whether it be something external, like there's something that we're reacting to. It's like. You know, on my walk earlier? Yes. So I noticed that about 30 or 35 minutes into the walk, I started feeling a bit irritable. Yes. And I was like, why do I feel really irritable? And I couldn't like really put my finger on it. And I couldn't like really enjoy the walk anymore. And I realized actually it's because my bladder is full and I need to go to the toilet. yeah and then I was like once I was like once I had gone to the toilet I was like oh yeah I'm good now oh fuck I thought it was a deeper meaning to this fucking bladder (laughs) guys if you guys you genuinely think it was just that because I was fine after that yeah I bet she was (laughs) I bet you were after that great release. Oh, yeah, seriously. Oh, fucking hell. But I didn't realize, obviously, my mind was on the walk. I wasn't really focusing on, like, anything else apart from I need to get this walk done. And then I was like, oh, damn, I actually need to go pee. Fucking hell. Guys, don't skip the gym if you listen to this. Don't skip a workout. Don't skip the gym. Don't skip being in nature and going for a walk. Nothing yeah, 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 yeah. Don't forget that too. But also, don't skip the gym. Don't yeah, but then you got to think as well, though. Like it's not just about going to the gym. Just for me. Sometimes a simple walk is actually what you need. No, not in the scorching heat in Chicago. Fuck that shit. I was walking. I was walking yesterday, and I said, "Nah, I had enough." Time yeah, but. That's because you usually scoot around. I thought like you calling me out. Well, I didn't mean it like that. I had to. I had to tell the scooter yesterday that I can't ride you. It was really calling me. It's right there. Yeah, that's embarrassing, babe. All I had to do was tap my phone. You just talk to the scooter. Hey, scooters are consciousness. They they're alive. It was really nice being able to come to Chicago then. 
So you didn't you you was uh wasn't allowed for what two years? I think nearly three years they had the restriction on. So she couldn't come in for three years because the uh the states COVID. had uh, COVID restrictions. So I was curious. Yeah. Cause I wasn't sure you'll be able to come through before I moved out there kind of situation. Mm -hmm. so yeah, it was crazy. How was it being out the States for three years? Cause I know you mentioned like it felt the same, like you ain't miss a beat, but if you did it have like that nostalgia feeling or like, how was it? Yeah. The thing is though, I think because obviously Chicago is where we met yeah. and like, we have so many amazing memories there. I think even throughout the three years that I wasn't there and you were just coming here, I think it was like, I think a part of me always like missed it just because of like the nostalgia, because of the memories that we have and like the amazing times that we have there. And I think also because it kind of just feels like a second home, you know, just because you're there. And because I, I spent so much time there, yeah. like half of the year basically was spent there and then another three months and then you know that continued so yeah yeah but I think it was just really nice to be back there to be honest and it's really nice to be back there with you and yeah I think yeah we're just in a a good shout space and shout out to Travis shout out to Mikey what? I said shout out to Travis, shout out to Mikey. Frank Red's hot sauce. Guaranteed to make your mouth boil. I, I love how I'm like expressing my emotions and you're there like shout out to Travis, shout out to Mikey. Um, okay. <laughs> hey, I gotta do my little ad libs. Oh my god. No, I agree. It was a um no, it's definitely different because like home is where the heart is. Um, and it was definitely, a, I don't know, it's like a more, I don't know describe it. It was more of a, um, I don't want to say mature, more of a. Uh, I, I think it is mature. Okay. Not like, I'm probably overthinking this statement. You know me. Mm. A more of a mature outlook, perspective, appreciation. Y yes. I think more of a mature love. Like, I think because we've been together for nearly five years now, I think you hit. I think after overcoming a lot of challenges throughout relationships and like you come out the other side with a newfound appreciation for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I think it is a more mature love because you realize how much you choose each other in relationships. Yeah, because love is a choice. You can't go off of the uh the feeling shit. I I feel like one thing I realized with like uh fairy tale, um, like these movies and shit, they only show like the oh I'll never leave you, Benjamin. 
we'll be together forever. You're my, you're my forever person. I, bet you. I just love you so much. And then when she get real, that unconditional love go out the window because you ain't you ain't experiencing that feeling no more. Yeah. But again, you have to choose because that feeling is like when you first get together, you get that honeymoon feeling, and then shit, you know, you start having like a little the the disagreements, the misalignment of values, or because you nothing gonna be alike hundred percent, but you have to compromise. Um and be understanding of the other person. Um, but then it gets to a point where it's like, I I'm choosing to be with this person because I want to versus the the feeling that that the fucking um what's what's the fucking um uh, dopamine release yeah dopamine release but it's, it's another phrase for it the honeymoon phase the dopamine dopamine the spark release. yeah the spark because it's new it's like it's like you buy you buy that new shoe you buy that new purse you buy them new clothes and you feel new and after a while that newness starts to fade and the new sparkly clothing comes out kind of situation um but i think the new spark only comes when i don't know it's like you hit something it's like you go through roadblocks right and i think yeah this is obviously something that we're just learning along the way it's just like there's many different phases of love and stages of love and i think the most important thing in like relationships in general is just understanding that you really do choose each other because mm. you can you can love someone of course when it's when it's all good but when yeah. it gets bad yeah. and when it gets ugly how are you still choosing to show up for yourself as well as each other you know because it's like <laughs> you're not going to like your person all the time to be honest oh, no. like there are so many times where we get on each other's nerves yeah, where like yeah but the thing is it's like we choose each other like we still choose each other because yeah. we know that we want to be together and we know that without each other it it just wouldn't be the same like how things are and the growth that we have made and the growth that we are yet to do i think yeah, it's it's not worth it to not be with each other. Cause it gets to, it gets to a point where it's like, cause what's the whole like when you dating most when you dating most of people, or like entertaining options, you can't. It's hard for you to like really hone in on like that one person because your 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 options your energy is scattered. Mm-hmm. And that's the I don't know what's going on with that. That's popping my head, but it all comes down. I don't know. It's every like like I said. It's 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 just a freaking choice, and it's easier said than done if you like you haven't like experienced like the turmoil. I don't even say turmoil like the the rocky roads of any I mean any relationship. No matter no matter how long you've been with somebody, you always will hit those pinnacle uh moments. Um. But it's just weighing out, like, how does this person make me feel? Can I even see myself 
without this person kind of kind of situation. Yeah. And it I don't think it means to stay with someone that like you're really not for, if that makes sense. Like but That's at like the same you know, time bro. it's You know when some when you ain't. Yeah. I do feel like, yeah, you do know. Um deep down, even even if you don't want to admit it or you're too scared to or whatever else. The feelings Um are different. Yeah. But I don't know I guess everyone's journey is completely different so we can't speak on everyone else's but we can only speak on ours and ours has been very unique and Yeah, you think very it's yeah <laughs> very unique um Another situation is different, but love is a choice, and you can't go based off of feelings when you're making a decision. Yeah, because feelings change. They're very ebb and flow. When I wake up in the morning, I don't feel like getting up. When I went to the gym yesterday, I didn't feel like fucking going. I was complaining in the middle of my workout, and I was making excuses to leave. Mm Like, -hmm. the one thing that I think is really nice that we now do in our relationship is asking the other person, how can we show up for you today? Like, Oh, yeah. how can I show up for you today? Do you need anything from me? Can I do anything to support you? And I think that's really changed the tone of our relationship. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Being more intentional. Because it's easy to, it's easy just to assume, but it might be like, I don't know, it might be a situation where you need to vent or you need extra love or you need, or just vice versa, or I need reassurance or you need reassurance. Yeah, anything. Anything. Because you don't, I don't know, you don't want to, one thing I realize, you can't get comfortable in relationships. You got to keep that, that, uh, Communication. communication, that romance. It has to be that balance. You can't be too much of friends that you eliminate the romance. You can't be too much of romance that you forget about the friendship where you're just completely sexualizing your partner and you're not taking, and you're taking your partner too serious. Like when they try to be goofy, you're like, ah, oh, no. Mm Yeah, like a child. Yeah, it's like no. Where's that balance? -hmm. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So I don't know. This whole thing is Let's go, Merman. this is our relationship journey, but I'm grateful to with you. Me too, babe. This is a cute episode. I love it. Chaz. Well, Chelsea, uh, I always ask this last question to my guest. What is your message to humanity during this time? I think be open to love um, be open to the many phases and stages and ways of love and loving I don't think that one size fits all I think it's very different for everyone whether that be romantic love, friendship, family, whatever it may be, loving yourself is going to come with many different phases, stages and, and ways of doing things and feeling. And I think 
just like, be open to it. Accepting all versions of yourself too, to add to your point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just being open to love in whatever way feels most safe and secure to your heart. I love that. Thank you. That was a very cute ending. You know me. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Chelsea, aka the love of my life, thank you so much for blessing us with this podcast episode. Thank you for having me, babe. It's always good to speak. Not like we don't every day, but it's good to talk to you again. It's been <laughs> a couple months. It's been Guys. 98 years. Are you trying to say I'm old as hell? No, but uh, yeah. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this wonderful episode. If you're new, subscribe, follow, share. We have many more people to reach and to continue to help in this journey of self. This is our TV show. This is our network. And we got to keep spreading as much as we can. I will see you next week. Take care.